It is so wonderful to come to you today on a special occasion because today is August 1st, like I just said in Navajo. And I wanted to record today this podcast because August is my favorite month. August is my first favorite month. So welcome to episode nine. Nine is just fine, right? And I... I know we left off on episode 8 on a very um, emotional closure and that happened last week on Friday in July and I've been using the phrase the sun comes up tomorrow and the sun came up every day since that last podcast and it's been it's been um, harmonious. It's been, as they say, and of course, um, when one door closes, another one opens or a window opens or you figure out a way to get through what you're going through. And of course, you know, I left I left you guys with the notations that a monsoon was going on in my life. There were several things taking place personally with work, my profession colleagues and it was just a lot to handle and I I managed to get through and of course um I um dealt with it I prayed about it I pray every morning and I I say that a lot to people when I talk about myself and my upbringing I have prayer and I've learned this a lot through using those concepts of prayer so do it through prayer and that's what I've been doing and it's really helped me and my good friend Miss Gwynnie reached out to me and she currently lives in Oklahoma but she reached out and she had um, asked me she said I feel like you're going through something I can sense it through your updates and I'm just wondering what you're going through and I shared with her and she said um, 
I'm so amazed how grown up you have become, <laughs> whether it's good or bad. But she said you you've matured a lot. If you were if this happened to you five ten years ago, you probably would have given in and broken down and allowed all these circumstances to control you, and you wouldn't be strong enough. And she said, I just can't. I'm so amazed how grown up you've become. And I believe it. I really do because I've taken this with an open mind and everything that has occurred. And I just kept telling myself, the sun comes up tomorrow. No matter how bad today is, no matter what has happened, no matter the exchange of words, the emotions, the actions of several people, the sun comes up tomorrow and I need to be ready for it. The sun comes up tomorrow and I need to prepare myself for it. I can't wither away on social media or anything like that and allow myself to give in to anything that has, everything that has happened. That's not right of me because I speak a different truth. I speak a different language. I speak in a different holistic mindset of who I am as a human being. So I, I kept reminding myself of those teachings that I've been iterating to you all and that I've been talking about lately. So yeah, I say to you, happy August 1st. August is here. August is going to be full of love, laughter. The only reason why, the main reason why I love August is because it's my mom's birthday. So my mom's birthday is on August 23rd. We'll be at the Indian Market in Santa Fe. We'll be coming. Her birthday is actually the week after. But we've always celebrated her birthday at Indian Market. My mom loves Indian Market. And I have a special gift that's being made for her that will be delivered at Indian Market. So I, I just can't wait. I'm so excited to, to see what's going to happen and be there and be see a lot of people I haven't seen in a while and spend time and enjoy time with my mom, my aunts. And everybody but um, like I said uh, August is my favorite month also because the Gallup ceremonial starts this week I will have a episode this coming Friday highlighting the Gallup ceremonial so stand by for that today's a special edition because today's August 1st and I wanted to memorialize today to memorize today as this month begins in the market is this month Beyonce is also this month so I bought tickets back in the spring when Beyonce released her tour and the tickets went for sale and I spent a hefty hundreds of dollars on those tickets so I was figuring out what should I do and I've decided to just go and I figured there's probably a bigger power out there that has um recognize that I usually don't do things like this. I'm usually very reserved. I'm very content with my situation. So I don't need to go or I don't need to be there. But um, Beyonce hasn't been on tour forever. And her new album that's out. Is, and so now she's been on tour. And and um, I'll be planning to go to the Las Vegas show um, on August 26th. So that's also this month, and I'm sorry, Central Fair, Chinley Fair, I won't be making it that weekend, but um, I will return next year. And of course, you know, the atmosphere is changing. You can feel the change in everything around you. 
and you can feel the difference in the weather. It's been hot, yes, it still is hot, but it's not as hot as it was last week or the week before that. But I understand that the weather is supposed to get pretty warm again this weekend. And I've noticed a change in the mornings because I get up real early. I'm usually up about 4.30, 5 o'clock, 4 o'clock sometimes. Speaking of that, I've, I haven't been sleeping very well since last week. And I finally feel like I balanced myself out. So I've been getting sleep over the weekend. It led into the weekend. So finally Sunday, I balanced out. And last night I slept good. And uh, of course, as you guys know, um, who know me, I haven't been very active as well, physically active, like um, out on the trails or out on the paths and whatever. It's been years since I've done that, since I've got my job with the Navajo Nation. My excuse was, you know, I worked a lot and I did. That was a very heavy job. And as I say, in Navajo, non does. it was a very heavy job that I had as an executive director. <clears throat> and so I... Um, I really put my physical well-being aside and as you know I used to be a fitness instructor too and I want to get back into doing that and I have people keep asking me like when are you going to start teaching again and I'm like I need to get fit first before I can even think about working out with you guys but um, I had a friend also share the idea of like what if you call it getting back into shape together we all join you we all start at once but um, my coaching and my routines and what I've learned through my certifications that I need to be at least a few steps ahead of everybody so I'm not the one passing out or nobody will pass out um, knock on wood you know so I um yeah I I've um started um getting back on the trails and that started yesterday and I wanted to get it get it in before the new month started so I had a one day head start and we went out again today at lunch and it just felt good. It felt good to be back out there and I reminisced on those trails and I thought, well, hello, old friend, I have returned and I've been missing for a while and I can't use my job working for the Navajo Nation as, as an excuse anymore, but I um, used to be always busy. Like I worked past eight hours all the time. I was on travel. Things were spur of the moment. I always got back late. If the council was in session and I had to be there, I was there when they were there and those went into the evenings. My job now, yes, is demanding, but um, it's a little bit, there's a little bit more freedom and a little bit more trust. There's a lot of hard work and productivity that I have the right people in, in line with their jobs that I don't have to worry so much about having to be there. Not that I'm not there all the time, but I provide mentorship, I provide guidance. But I'm real thankful to my team who make work fun and they make it work easy and they help get things done. We accomplish it together and it's fast. It's very fast tracking. And that's the best thing I love about working in the private sector because things are quick and checks get processed on time. Vendors get paid on time. Outside of that, you know, with all due respects to the nation system, it takes years for people to get paid. It took years to pay out millions of dollars to contractors I was working with. And it was always so frustrating because nothing moved and it moved at a very glacial pace in the words of Miranda Priestley. And so I've, I've always felt that I, I don't want to do this no more. So when the opportunity happened, I am where I'm at. 
And I'm reminiscing, like the last podcast I shared with you, I'm reminiscing on last year. Today's the 1st of August. So today, last year, I was actually getting ready for the election day, primary election day on August 2nd of 2022. And the recording that you just heard was from my final campaign rally that took place at my home in Twin Lakes, Bahasla. And the the lady that was talking is the late Alice Bacilli. And um, we lost her this last, this past spring. <clears throat> and um, it's very unfortunate because um, she could have been here longer. And I think that about my grandma too. And they were very close. And these ladies were so close. And Alice kind of became that grandma figure after my grandma left. She was always so welcoming and she was my nullet by clan. And I, I know the family very well. And it was so unfortunate when she had passed on. But um, I came across her recording when at my final campaign rally and she cheered and supported me. She spoke in support of me and she always had that presence, that voice. And we need people like that. We need to continue that tradition of, of talking well, of speaking well, of speaking in our language, of sharing our, our true intuition, our, our heart, our feelings. And um, it was good to hear that. Those things I will keep forever. And I'm real thankful for them, for laying that foundation for me, the support she had for me. She accepted the fact that, you know, that I stepped down and withdrew. But she's always said, you know, you would have been a great Beishba Sa'ane. You would have been a great Nat'ani. You will be someday. You will be in that place someday. You will probably lead the Navajo Nation someday. But I really don't see that. <laughs> But, but um, I, I wanted to share her recording with you and how our elders portray the message of getting out to vote and, and doing such. So, yeah, I just um, re reminiscing on last year and what I was doing. And it was a very busy time. And all summer I campaigned. We campaigned. My family, friends, we were out there every weekend passing out food, like thousands of dollars worth of food. We spent a lot of money on that campaign. So anyway, that's that door closed and another window opened and we're here today and good things are happening and I feel really good. I feel so good about where I'm at right now. Um, there is still some little worries. There's some little uncertainties, um, but I feel good. I've forgiven folks i have moved on i have um felt great but i'm always here i'm always here for support for comfort for whatever is needed i'm that type of person and if things can work out for the better between anybody i'm all for it but um i'm thankful to a lot of good people in my life these past couple of days you all know who you are and you've been there and you're still there and I'm very thankful for you. <clears throat> and so as we move on into this beautiful month, so August is my favorite month. June is my second favorite month. January is my third favorite month. June, there's a, quite a few birthdays in June. My grandma was also born in June. And it's the beginning of summer, the beginning of, of that time of change when things get warm. So that's why I love June. Um, Mother's Day's in June, Father's Day, all those things happen. Or was that May, actually? Um, and then 
January is my third favorite. Of course, that's my birthday month. That's also the month my Che was born, too. It's the new year, the Bilagana New Year. And then my other last three favorite months are October, November, December, because it's like holiday, Halloween, um, Indigenous Month, and then Christmas. So those are like my favorite times, the NFR in Las Vegas. I'm just looking forward to all of that. And of course, we reset and things start all over again, and it's January. And I will be turning 39 next year. It's so interesting. I have to like think about that because I don't remember how old I am. After I passed like 30 or 35, I was like, I forget how old I am. But yeah, so um, you can probably feel the difference in my tone and how I feel today as compared to the past week. Seven days out from many things and enjoying life right now. And of course, I'm looking forward to what's taking place. I will be having an episode number 10, which will be highlighting the Gallup Ceremonial. So I'll talk about all the good things about Ceremonial on episode 10, so I won't spoil that for you. And I just wanted to focus this month on a lot of positivity and who we are as human beings and being there for each other. And um, I wanted to also remind folks that um, we have a lot of good things coming up and there's this new app I don't know if you heard about it but you probably have but it's called Adone and it's an app that was created for users to learn about the creator is Albert Leonard Haskey and the designer is Ryan Allison the developer is also Albert Leonard Haskey and the culture advisor is Miranda Jensen Haskey and they um, I think they worked with Change Labs because they give a special thanks to Change Labs and they developed this application that you enter your clans and you compare clans you use it to compare clans it also has the clan chart the the clan groups the first clan group, second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, twenty, twenty-one clan groups. So there's no reason now ever for no one not to know how they're related to people or what clan group they come from. If you spend just as much time on your phone looking at social media then you can spend just as much time looking at this app. A few episodes ago, I talked about how we're related to each other and how my grandma kind of learned that and how I learned it from her and how I used to wonder how she knew how folks were related to her. She would freak out if she saw this app today. I haven't showed my Che yet, but I'm going to show him and see what he has to say. But um, I was looking at my clan groups and how I learned my clan groups. Of course, things are different when you pass, when you're in certain regions, as well as also if you're in New Mexico or Arizona. But um, my clan group is Tkapaha. And the clans that I always recognize that I've been told and I've learned that I've been related to include Hatsoe, Do Tkapaha, Do Tahiskidni. 
And this one has And um, so there's like, you know, a little um, question, but um, people learn in different capacities and I'm all for that. But that's what I know. Uh, I'm also related to uh, his kidney. And um, a lot of his kidneys in Eastern Navajo as well. Um, my second clan is Tkachitni, Eishizhe'e. And Tkachitni here has no, not o dene'e, ye'e dene'e, bint dene'e, Tkachitni do ga dene'e, Tkachitni nanisht eje, Tkachitni no da'a dene'e, Tkachitni doli dene'e, nanisht eje dene'e, Izzathana dalchi'igi. And I can relate to all of those, and I know that those are the groups that I've recognized to be related to me. My chays are Ashihe, and this says uh, my clan groups include Senjakine, the Betlejene, Maideshkijni, Kintlitzhotni, Do Ashihni, Do Zilnaodilni. They don't have Ashihni, but um, I know Ashihni is also part of this. And so they don't have it recognized on here, but I, I've learned it to also include Ashihni. My last clan is Kia'ani, my Nullis. Kia'ani, that's one of the first clan groups. So what I've also learned too is that it also includes the Kia'ani and Zilchate Kia'ani, Osek. And um, I don't, I really um, try to remember my Che's and my Nali's relations, not as much as my mom and dad's. So those are my clans and the groups I'm related to. So do share if we share a relation and where it's connected to. And, and this app you can compare clans. You can put the other person's clans in there, all four of them, their gender and their age. If they're younger than you or older than you, then you submit it and it tells you how you're related. So my, how I know my Bija, Mr. Brent Detsoy, we know each other as Bija. And the clan app tells us we're Shithna Ashto Shijayaja. So we've been kind of teasing each other about that since um, since we found that out. And I, I find that hilarious because um, it's like, well, the app says this. And we're like, no, our family says this. So, yeah, check out the app. It's on, I know it's on iTunes or the Apple Store or whatever you call it, the App Store. I don't know about Android. Because I'm not an Android user, but I'm being biased to Apple right now. Because that's the only thing I can see. And the app did cost, I think it was $9.99 or something like that. And um, if you want to get a head start or learn more, I really would encourage this app. Because it's another tool to our resources as human beings and our own people made it and that's what i'm all about too because you know we've had some history of non-navajos or non-natives producing things about navajo whether it's a dictionary or a book about and I, I remember seeing this book one time when i was younger 
about witchcraft and it was written by a Bilagana person and I just thought this is interesting like how does this work and they did it based off of what they heard and what they were told but anyway uh, check out that app and um, since we're talking about clans and again I'm going to stress the importance of but I also want to talk about self-identity and awareness and the concepts of who we are as and how you introduce yourself your clans are very important and that should be part of your introduction I'm so proud of people who do that I've been in meetings before where it was serious but I was the only person who said my clan because that was important to me and these are other Navajos too and I'm like you know I go back to that concept of you know, didn't they teach you these things? I know we're here to talk business, but it looks like we're both Navajo. So I want to let you know how I'm related to you. So you want to be able to, again, properly introduce yourself, but properly greet people too. We talked about that too. Some people say, and of course, um, I use the words, my elders. But of course you can say yat eshik e yat e hastuido sani tselkedo chikedo alchine you're recognizing each group of folks you know hastuido sani our elders our our grandparents ado tselkedo chike the youth the younger folks who are you know grown ado alchine it's always good to recognize alchine in our Navajo way, I've always learned and been taught this too, that, you know, you don't baby talk babies. And, you know, I think that's changed a lot now. I'm not a parent, so I'm not criticizing. But that's just a teaching that I've heard and learned about. You know, you know, you don't talk baby to baby. You talk normal to them because you want them to grow into that mindset of who they are as and so that's why you always add to your greetings you're also talking to the children to the babies that you're here you're present and you're you're speaking to them auto and clan relations you want to be able to recognize your mother's clan all four clans some folks you know like mostly towards arizona they flip the che and the nale, so they go You know, they they're I kind of see that a lot and experience a lot with folks that come from the Arizona side of the reservation. And you want to be able to introduce yourself. You want to be let them know after your clans who you are. And I usually forget that sometimes. I'm like, oh yeah, I forgot. My name's JT, or Njijit. You know, what's your name? Who, what, what, what do we call you? And that's usually how you introduce yourself. Auto, where you're from? Where do you come from? And you want to be able to identify where you live. Where your footprints are at. Where you place your footprints. And where you come from. Those could be two different things too. It's probably buried at a certain place where you were born and raised. Might's eight, you know, it's eight means belly button. You know, after it comes off, after you're born, 
you bury that somewhere. You bury that where you want your children to be and to raise them. Mites eights born or born it is um buried at our sheep corral. My my little ones are are messing around back here. Um, is buried at the sheep corral, and boy, do I did I did not like herding sheep. I didn't like shearing sheep. I didn't like anything to do with them. But to this day, I'm real grateful for them. They're passed down from my grandparents, my parents, and I plan to take over them. So that's where my eight's buried. And um, you should bury that it's close to home, where you're raised, where you come from. And of course, um, recognizing folks from the community, recognizing people, elders, leaders, who comes from where you live, you should be able to reference those folks or even the leaders in your family, the folks that that have set a path for you. You know, I usually always reference my son, my late son, and who she was as a community leader at one time in her life, an educator. So I've always remind folks who I come from. My Che came from from Mexican Springs, and he moved to Bahasla, Twin Lakes, where my grandma was from. You know, and also my grandma came from Seyatko, from also from Pine Springs. My my great grandmother came from those areas and came this way to Twin Lakes. So things like that, you reference where you came from, and I'm always jealous of folks who really have this strong history of like leadership. You know, they come from from like Chief Manuelito, they come from Ganado Mucho, and be proud to reference those folks. And I, I need to do more research, but I'm glad of where I come from because I come from, I also come from a very strong medicine woman who was my Shamasam Banalasta, and Yehipa Bigay was her name. And she was a medicine woman, and people knew her for what she has done as a medicine woman. And you know, of course, I'm very proud to come from my Che, and all of my Che's from Nakaipato. My Che's are David Bowman, our Richard Bowman. My Che's are also the late Ernest Bitsy. And also um, my, my Da's are Timothy, the late Timothy Bitsy. So I come from that line. Joe Bitsy is also one of my Che's. And he used to be council delegate too from Mexican Springs. So those are kind of like my lineage of where I come from. I'm always reference those folks when I introduce myself so people kind of know who you are and where you come from. Auto Eya, you want to be able to, to name the places where you have lived. You know, if you lived where you've always lived, you talk about saying you grew up there or you kind of reference where you went to and where you came back from and also knowing um, many things about your community and what you do. You probably have a farm, so you kind of want to identify that. You want to be able to know your your relatives. You want to know who they were and what they did. Like I always, you know, I talk about it. This is kind of my foundation of where I come from. And, and moving things, moving forward of, of, of who I am as a person and knowing things around me. And, you know, great things happen in my community. Great people come from my community. And I and I will continue to recognize them. And, and you should be able to do the same too in who you are, especially as a business owner. These are part of your foundations of where you come from. As an artist, you know, 
in the markets coming up and first thing people will ask is where do you come from and I gladly tell them I come from Twin Lakes New Mexico which is north of Gallup near Tohatchi born and raised there and I'm real proud of that and I know you know some people always say oh I come from Gallup I come from Phoenix I come from Albuquerque but your state is not buried in those areas where do you come from where did your family come from where did the closest relative that you can reference come from and they were raised that is where you come from here on our our homelands our holy lands our reservations and and who we are as Navajo people but um as we go forward from here uh, I just again want to again empower you with good words good positive words and good motivation for this beautiful month let this month be productive let it be full of love let it be full of energy of good things let it continue to grow let it continue to allow your spirit to reach a different level let you continue to get opportunities they go back to school bless them with good blessings moving forward from here as they return back to school and and look to a good year <clears throat> i look forward to getting those graduation announcements next year in spring and i'm just so excited for the school year to come for our children um i'll be getting ready to go to my residency next month so there's a lot of good things going on i will see you at the gallup ceremonial but i will also see you for the next episode 10 to highlight the gallup ceremonial and as we move forward again sharing good messages with each other all of you and every good aspects of how I've come to know you continue to be who you are continue to empower and remind yourselves that the sun comes up tomorrow there will be good things to, to come in the new day there will be new energies and we'll continue to share those collectively together for tuning in today on this special podcast of celebrating and sharing the month of August. The information provided in this podcast is for general purposes only. The views and opinions expressed by myself or any contributors of this podcast are of their own and do not necessarily reflect the views of the podcast, any producers or affiliations of the producers or creators of this podcast. Akihat.